Hey, sweet ones, it's Elizabeth. Before we jump into today's episode, I just want to make sure that you know about three changes that I have made regarding my two signature courses, Marriage Methods and Heartbreak to Hope. Change number one, they are both pay what you can. That's right. I don't want money to get in the way of you and your healing so you can pay what you're able to pay. Change number two, you now can choose between receiving the content weekly for three months, which that's how it's been up to this point, or the entire content all in one guidebook PDF delivered at the time of purchase. And change number three, if you have someone in your life who's in a hard marriage, you're going through a separation or divorce, you now can gift them one of these courses. So you can check out the links in the show notes for how to register for all the details. And I just want to do what I can to walk beside you or someone you love during these really difficult situations in their lives and bring them to a place of deeper hope and healing in God. Hey, sweet ones. Welcome to a bonus episode of the All That To Say podcast with me, your host, Elizabeth. On this podcast, we talk about the hard stuff. A, because I have been through a lot of it. B, because most of you have too. And C, because I believe that we have a God who cares about our hearts. Today, I'm going to read an excerpt from my 2013 book, Unraveling, Hanging on to Faith Through the End of a Christian Marriage. I have a hard heart. My heart is hard and cold and wounded and tired and done. Not hard to God, not cold toward my family or friends, but closed off to the one I once loved most. At the time of this writing, it is the beginning of the Lenten season. I view Lent as preparation, as giving something up, as laying something down, something of value to you, something that takes up your thoughts and your time and your energy, something that may even be good, but isn't the best, something that moves your thoughts and your time and your energy away from the source of life and love. And in preparation, we could replace those empty spaces with thoughts and time and energy that focus on the resurrection of life and love. I haven't given something up for Lent in years. I wasn't planning on giving anything up this year either, but what's 40 days in the scheme of things? In my specific life circumstances, 40 days did not just bring me to Easter. It brought me to the six week point after a benchmark meeting, a meeting where a gauntlet was thrown down by our church leaders for me and for my then husband. I had asked our church leadership for help with our marriage and they had stepped in. Months into our separation, we both had several things to work on within ourselves to be made more whole. But when it all came down, my task was this, be ready if he tries to win your heart back. There is not one thing I could control regarding my then husband's thoughts toward me, his intentions toward me, his words or actions toward me but I am in control of the state of my heart. At least I am told that I am. 
So we were both told one final time to do what we were supposed to have been doing all along. My then husband, pursue me and me receive any pursuing. It did occur to me, what is the worst thing that can happen? I open my heart. I begin to want him back. I begin to long for him again. And my heart gets broken one more time. Oh, well, then God will just have to heal my heart yet again. He's done it before. He can do it again if need be. So for the next 40 days, each single day, for the purpose of being obedient to God and looking for Christ in everything, I am giving up my hard heart for Lent. It began with the idea of simply saying to God something like, here is my heart, Lord, please take it and change it each morning during my devotions. But then I took it up a bit once I realized that my thoughts were wandering and going haywire a thousand times each day. I decided to take those errant thoughts captive, and each time a cynical thought about my marriage slithered through my mind, I would say out loud, I'm sorry, Lord. My sin was enough on its own that you had to die. I am a sinner. Please change my heart of stone into a heart of flesh. One dear friend suggested I up the ante even more. She suggested I take my love of rituals and create a moment that would allow me to look back and remember that I have laid my hard heart down once and for all. So this morning I found a stone from my beach collection and wrote on one side, my hard heart toward him. And on the other side, I wrote surrender, Ezekiel eleven nineteen. 19. I walked out to the pond that is attached to our property that I can see from my office desk and from my living room. And I waded through spider webs and bramble and thistles and mud. I found a spot at water's edge and with the weight of the cold rock in my palm, I held it up to God and looked at the sky. I told him that this was a symbol of my hard heart, that I had become so used to it as a comfort and as security and as protection, but that I wanted to be free. I then confessed that I wasn't ready to give it up fully, but acknowledged that this was a start. I hiked my arm back and flung it as far as I could, hearing the splish and watching the ripples as it sank to the bottom in the sludge. I walked away, thanking him for the process of replacing my heart of stone with a heart of flesh. I stepped into my house, grabbed the laundry, feeling quite the same. But then I looked out my window to the pond and said to no one in particular, my hard heart is out there now, and my heart will rest and watch and wait for God no matter what happens. So sweet ones, all that to say, no matter your circumstances or relational status, if you have a heart that right now is hard or cold or wounded, you can lay that down and God can heal it and comfort it and soften it. And you are the unconditionally beloved daughter of God, and he is so delighted with you. You came into this world and you start each day already completely loved with no other loves to beg for and nothing to prove to anyone. Till next time, so, so much love.